at the halfway mark already, so... I did that intentionally. Okay, so <laughs> we are... Whoa, hey, there's some wrestling going on on the screen. Uh, <laughs> but we are here at a word from our non-sponsors, and halfway through, we like certain goods and people and services and concepts, and and guys, uh, I, I shall go first, actually. Um, my non-sponsor is a certain Andrew Sagona for uh, helping me out uh, with regards to a case that I had that I hadn't touched and hadn't gone through in a while and uh, actually helped me significantly in that endeavor and it's uh, the, the the brunt work the brunt of the of the the hard thinking work is over for that and now it's just a matter of the tediousness uh, but I can get through that so I want to thank him for for that Uh uh, uh, prom what, what's, what, what can I use as a promo code? If I, if you use this promo code, Andrew will show up at your place and do whatever the heck you want. <laughs> and the thing is, no, no questions asked. <laughs> I, I honestly would do that, believe it or not. <laughs> okay. Um, oh gosh, what's a good promo code for you, dude? Uh, I can't think of one. Gosh. Really? Yeah, I can't think of one. Um, I showed you. I showed you a perfect one. The other day, I showed you an absolutely perfect one the other day, and you're somehow forgetting it. Okay, then put your own promo code then. <laughs> My license plate. Oh, UCFIU. Ah, see, uh -huh. right. it's very clever. There, UCFIU. Andrew will will show up at your door and just do whatever the heck you want. <laughs> you want him to clean your house? You want him to to do your taxes? It was actually tax day uh, yesterday, so it's too late for that. But you know, <laughs> that's uh, it. That's mine. Wow, I'm, I'm, I'm honored. honored. Yes. <laughs> wow, I was, I was honestly not. You, you are up there along with Chris Davis and Tres Leches, <laughs> and, uh, and 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 various restaurants that we've promoted. Exactly. Wow, I'm 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 honored, man. Uh, I'm still keeping the check though. <laughs> I did pay him for the service, so yes. Go ahead. But but in in honestly though, I'm 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 happy that I was able to help out. I've said that a lot but i truly mean it and i appreciate you saying that um i guess i'm on the spot now uh my non-sponsor would have to be new have we done new era yes we have done new era crap yes we have <laughs> um uh, the, we have done new era <laughs> he's okay. looking he's looking around in the room right now trying to figure, no, I, I figured... uh, embry riddle aeronautical <laughs> university i've never been there <laughs> It's in Melbourne, I think. Um, <laughs> I have a hockey team. <laughs> my non-sponsor of the week is Canadians. Canadians, okay, not the country, or just the country, of Canada, or just Canadians, just the 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 people. The people for giving us hockey. Exactly. That's that's exactly why. Um, Canadians, uh, although a lot more. I mean, I haven't been to Canada itself, but I have been to the Epcot Pavilion. Um, they have a very good 360 Circle Vision show. Uh, recently renovated to have Martin Short in it. Um, I like the old version better, though. The song's very pretty. Um, I haven't been to their steakhouse, uh, steakhouse there either, but there's a lot of fun stuff going on. They actually sell hockey jerseys. Nice. Uh, I've been. I've only been to Canada once. Uh, very. You saw the Olympic Stadium. 
I saw the Montreal Olympic Stadium. It was as dilapidated as, as they had said it was uh, and depressing. Uh, but Toronto is a really nice city. I very much enjoyed Toronto as well as Ottawa. And there was a nice uh, small Canadian town that passed through. It was basically like a movie. You know, <laughs> the small town, everybody, all the kids in the park. It was during the summer when all Canadians come out out of their, out of their huts, igloos, and, 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 and join us in warm weather. Um, the one thing I, I do have to fault Canada for is the, the Wii Mini. That, that was a war crime. Um, so that is the one thing. The, the release of the Wii Mini is Canada's fault, and and it is a war crime. And it's one thing that uh, I think the Geneva Convention is actually one of the rules against it. You know? <laughs> what article of the Geneva Conventions is that? I don't know. You just can't make the Wii Mini. You just can't make a useless version of a popular gaming console. All right, I'll allow it. Um, but yeah, Canadians, I mean, definitely you invented hockey, which is one of my favorite sports. Um, one that my favorite team is currently not doing well at, but you still invented the sport. You guys settled down. I think the shots on goal started to even out uh, after the first. So it's settled. For we'll now. see. Um, and- uh, by the by, uh, as far as an update, um, the pens and Islanders are one, one right now in game four. Honestly, BU, that is a good question because I don't even know what it is. All right, so the Wii Mini. Let's put it up on screen for all of us to um, suffer through. <laughs> um, luckily, I never bought one. I had the I bought the Wii on day one, but the Wii Mini is essentially garbage um, that Nintendo uh, first tested out in Canada. So it was released in Canada. So it was Nintendo of Canada. I thought, you know what the world could use? A Nintendo Wii that doesn't have any component cables, online functionality, or any sort of other features. Uh, no GameCube support. Uh, and, yeah, it, uh, it only uses composite cables for people only had who didn't buy a TV after the year 2000. So <laughs> uh, that was the Wii Mini. The Wii Mini is just a f- red and black piece of crap. Uh, basically, the Canadian... It, 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 you could tell it was made in Canada, red and black, which are the colors of the Canadian uh, national teams. Um, if if they had pl- if they had worn these during the 2010 Olympic final, they would have lost. <laughs> if there was a Wii Mini inside of that building in Vancouver, Sidney Crosby would not have scored that golden goal. That's I'm so, telling you. That moment still hurts, man. <laughs> I I was crushed when that happened. I honestly that that Olympic final got me into hockey. Like really? that was the moment where I was like, I need to watch this. <laughs> nah, for me, I I've been into hockey since probably the like mid- I have, you know, casually followed hockey, but that was the moment where I was like, yeah, this is awesome. Uh, okay, so hey, Francisco, we we've kept Charles waiting. I don't want to. I want. I don't want. Oh, the wait, wi- I need to say my promo code. Okay, that's right. Okay, uh, for so- Canada. Uh, how do you say can- Canadian or Canada in French? I guess Canada. Habs. <laughs> uh, so let's do um, let's do promo code. Um, Daryl Settler rookie card. I aren't don't they know. called the Great White North? Yeah. So yeah. promo code Great White North. All right. So um, all right, Charles. Sorry we kept you waiting with uh, the Wee Mini. Uh, kept you waiting um once again a war crime i'm sorry about that um uh, go ahead charles what's what do you got well you know ironically one of us is endorsing andrew the other one's endorsing a nation um i'm gonna kind of endorse something made from a different country of 
people. We'll go from there. Over the weekend, I saw a little movie called What We Do in the Shadows, starring Taika Waititi and uh, Jermaine Clement. Taika is famous for directing Thor Ragnarok, and Jermaine Clement is famous for uh, Fly of the Concords. That was a show on HBO. So that one kind of, it caught my eye, because every now and then I like to find obscure comedy. I don't know how you like your comedy. I like something that's just kind of out there, missed to its premise. So the basis of it is like a mockumentary. So think of The Office, but they're following vampires, and I was howling with laughter. The I know this movie. I know this yeah. movie. I love it. I, ironic, yeah, ironically, they made it into a TV show on FX. I haven't watched the FX, sh- uh, the FX show yet because I'm waiting for I have a trailer for the, for the show right now, but... There you go. But the movie itself is just, you know, side-splitting hilarious. There's certain scenes, and, you know, it has its little bit of a horror gore that comes up. Uh, but each person has a different kind of character. And my favorite character was Vladislav the Boker, played by Jermaine Clement, who just basically plays a uh, – a base of what Vladimir uh, the Impaler would be. But maybe it's, maybe it's not. But it's just hysterical. And part of it is they initiate a new vampire comes in. You just get a range of personalities. It's very out there, the humor, but it also has some genuine heart. Um, there's a very funny scene about what happens when you get turned into a vampire and you can't eat certain food anymore that you like. But uh, it, it definitely is something. I picked it up on Amazon and rented it for like three bucks. It, it definitely made me laugh. It's where the dandy joke kind of came in against Vince McMahon because one of the characters is referred to, referred to as being an 18th century dandy. So I just kind of jumped on it because I have no original ideas. But... Um, it, it is definitely something that, and it's not that long of a movie, about 85 minutes. Uh, it took like a million dollars to produce, and it made about six million in the box office. Um, right now, it, it's just one of those things where if you want a quick, different laugh, if you like The Office, if you like spooky, supernatural stuff, if you just want to crack up, go see this movie, go watch it. Uh, what we do in the shadows, promo code Dandy, as Francisco has in the background, the stuff that they have in there, that's the movie. Look at Jermaine Clement, he's a sex symbol now. Um, Gotta have it, man. Gotta have it. Okay, hold on. Let me uh, hey, let me unmute this. But I don't. The trouble with being a vampire is you have to be invited in. Come in to the bar, please. Will you invite us in? We need some fresh <laughs> blood. Hi, my name is Nick. I've been a vampire for two months. <laughs> My friend Richie's a bouncer. He'll invite us in. Gentlemen, you're most welcome. <laughs> Nick is so much fun. I'm a vampire. Vampire! Such a dick. <laughs> Nick, why don't you use the front door? You want to draw attention to this house, hmm? You've got a whole documentary crew following you around. You let a vampire hunter into our I don't house? I don't let I just got my email. I'm dead! I'm gonna kill you! I'm already dead! <laughs> Vampire, you become very sexy. <laughs> uh, okay, I gotta look for that then. Looks you know, like looks like, like my type of comedy. It, 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 like I said, you know, 
mockumentary, think office with New Zealand humor with vampires. Um, you know, when the show comes out on Hulu, I'll, I'll binge watch it to see if there's any good comparison. But it's definitely those nice little finds that you that you find basically when you're searching through the depths of YouTube for something original. Promote the products and things and the hot dogs and sandwiches and whatever. Every week, um, I don't know who wants to start. Not sure. Um, Charles hasn't started in a while, so I'll I'll okay. throw it to him. Well, Alrighty. To, I, I think this is very apropos because here we are talking about sandwiches and pizza and what is what and what isn't. And uh, you know what? My uh, non-sponsor sponsor week is something that goes in my gut because when I want to use bread effectively – I got to use bread. And when I'm using bread, I think to myself, what's the best sandwich I can make? And the best sandwich I can make with bread is a hot dog. So my non-sponsored sponsor is going to be Doom Dogs, mm. a restaurant mm. that's in South Florida. I don't know how far south South Florida. We recently got one in Martin County. Um, they are a franchise that focuses on hot dogs and other goods. They provide, I believe, Nathan hot dogs. They're pretty cost-effective. The food comes out quickly. I like the atmosphere. I've been there twice. I had like a, a New York dog and a couple other stuff. It's pretty filling. I like it. And you know what? If you have to ask yourself, if I really want a hot dog, if I, not even a hot dog, you guys, if I really want the greatest entity of a sandwich, let me go get a hot dog at Dune Dogs. I think you'll enjoy it. If not, you can always just go buy Nathan's. But my non sponsor sponsor is uh, Dune Dogs for the hot dogs they serve. Promo code, the realest sandwich in the world. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll let you go next, Francisco. Okay, so my non-sponsor is, uh, is a, 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 a market establishment called Aldi's. Uh-huh. So um, I, I don't have much money after I pay off my student loans. I am basically poor. And uh, yes, I, I am a lawyer, but I am a very poor lawyer at that. Okay, I'm Matt Damon in that one movie. Um, so uh, with Danny DeVito. So I go to a supermarket. Look, I can go to Publix, and Publix is fine. They have their deals and stuff, but sometimes they can get a little expensive. If you, if you, you know, you start going a little crazy after that. Uh, yeah, I might have to be a, a. I might have to, you know, be an Orlando Solar Bear and and, and uh, or I could just be an Orlando Easter Bunny and just be people up on the streets. You know, I could just do that as well. Um, <laughs> but by the way, that guy is wanted in New Jersey. Yes. <laughs> so so he's 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 the hero we, Orlando deserves, and but maybe not the one it needs. <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, all, I, all I know is um, <laughs> I, I stay in touch uh, via Facebook with a lot of my Orlando friends. I'm from there originally uh, before I moved down to Miami to go to law school. And everyone is just loving this whole Easter Bunny thing, although I'm sure uh, things are going to change a little bit when they once it gets out that this guy was uh, has a, is wanted in New Jersey. and is just, He's got a pretty significant rap sheet. But it adds to the it adds to the kind of general sense that Florida is the United States's uh, sewage dump. Uh, all of the weird shit and and ne'er do wells somehow filter down into Florida. It continues is, the Florida man mythos. Oh no question. Th this this is right. Uh, well, 
I don't know if you consider this Florida man because look, well, we, I guess he lives in Florida. I mean, now. a Floridian. The definition of a Floridian, I, like I don't even like it. It's it applies to anybody who just decides, you know what, this is where I'm gonna make my my life from now on. Mm-hmm. Whether they're born into it or they just decide to live here for whatever reason, we all become Florida men at that point. And actually, he's from Zephyr Hills, so that is Florida. Um, so yeah, this is a very much Florida man type story. No jurisdiction dictates he is a Florida man. <laughs> Thank you, Charles, for that uh, that that civil procedure thing. I I already hate <laughs> Professor Foley already. Um, okay, uh, so continuing on, Aldi's has a great selection of food. Uh, they they have their own generic brands, which is why things are on the cheap. I think they're a German company that has spread out all over Europe. Actually, in in UK, they actually have a program where you can bully your kids to stop playing video games. <laughs> so it's so, okay. So in Aldi's, the Aldi's in UK, they're like a huge supermarket out there. Okay, out here they're just starting to they're, they're starting out and all that stuff. But in the UK, um, to get for some reason to get kids to you know put down their Fortnite and come downstairs and actually eat dinner with your family, they are using a program where they will recruit, I guess, really elite gamers. To go online and face off against your child and beat the crap out of them in Fortnite or Call of Duty or Super Smash Brothers, so that they can go downstairs and stop playing and you know talk to the to the, to the parents who don't want to do actual parenting. It's it's completely ridiculous. Um, <laughs> you know, online gaming. You can't just put it down when you're in the middle of a game. You can't press pause. I mean, freaking people are shooting at you. So, uh, whatever. But anyways, Aldi's in the U.S. doesn't have that, but they have a bunch of great stuff. They had this stir-fry that I bought, this generic stir-fry, but it was really good. I just put it in my freaking air fryer, and I put a bunch of crap in it, put some chicken in there, and boom, I had a great meal. And all that, I bought, like, I don't know how much food for, like, 80 bucks, but it, it, it'll last me for, like, two weeks, especially because I scavenged by the end of it, and I'm like, a, I'm like a... <laughs> freaking vulture or a california condor uh, <laughs> a little call back to our hockey extravaganza uh but yeah aldi's is absolutely great um yes the u.s aldi it, yeah kind of basically trader joe's yeah exactly um uh they don't uh you have to pay to use the the shopping carts but it's just like a quarter you stick it in and you can right. pull it out and then they've got they don't have plastic bags which is nice and environmentally friendly they sell the reusable bags so they're very eurocentric and there's a lot of them here in miami which is great there's one close to my house that's the one i go to and i just love shopping there it makes food cheap and i can eat good food so uh, promo code um yeah and i can actually buy hot dogs with you know buns that are not sandwiches out there so just to make mm-hmm. a point uh, <laughs> so promo code um, uh, bullying your kids alrighty I like that promo code um, my for once and this is this is on par with the rareness of having Doug in an episode um, or uh, no, no Cesar Cesar that's a bit more accurate well, actually he might actually be here in person next month really yeah so we might actually have him here on the show here in person it would be the first time that we've had a a three-person uh sports goof yeah i'm gonna have to buy another microphone yeah um side non-sponsorship to uh blue microphones uh, who are the micro which is the microphone that we use in the show anyway 
My non-sponsor of the week is 105.9, which is the classic, uh, classic rock radio station in Miami. Uh, about a month ago, um, I was just sitting out in the middle of a parking lot. Or let me tell you the reason why I'm, they're my non-sponsor. They, just loitering. Loitering, yeah. Um, I won two free tickets to the Aziz Ansari show in, let's call it Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Uh, well, technically it's... Broward in, County. Right. You know, where the it's, Panthers play. It's technically, I think, in Hollywood. Um, yeah, they, I think they technically say they're in Hollywood. Right. But it's basically it's in Fort Lauderdale. Anyway, uh, I was just uh, parked out in the middle of a parking lot waiting to pick someone up. And uh, on the radio was uh, Doc Reno, who was there um, early to mid-afternoon uh, person, personality on the radio. Really cool. Uh, announced that they were doing, they were giving away two free tickets to the Aziz Ansari show on April 20th and caller number 10 would get the tickets. I have terrible luck with any sort of things like this or any sort of giveaways, whatever. Um, so I was just sitting there mulling. I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to call. What's the harm? So I call and by the, by the stroke of luck, I was the 10th caller and you know, it was awesome. I, I was honestly kind of surprised. Someone picked up the phone and I've done this before and the person just quickly, almost at the speed of those people that announce the, the little uh, disclaimers in commercials where mm -hmm. they're talking at a hundred miles per hour. Yep. Usually they'll say like, we're sorry, you were not the 10th caller. Goodbye. And they, sh and then they hang up. But the person picked up and I and said, hello. And I said, hi, who is this? And he said, it's Doc Reno. And you're the 10th caller. It took a lot for me not to say, holy shit, I won. Um, because I knew that there was the possibility I might end up on the radio. <laughs> because they, they tell the people or they should play a clip of the person. Uh, but it was great. You know, um, I got to talk to him. I said, you know, it's a, it's a pleasure getting to talk to you. I listen to you all the time. Um, and he said, thank you. And he saw my area code, which is 407, which is Orlando. That's what the seven second delay is for. That's true. Um, but yeah, I, I, I know to be nice and to not curse on the radio. Only on this show. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so he asked me what I'm doing down in Miami, and I said that I was I'm here for uh, I moved here for law school and haven't left. Um, and he said, I, "I kid you not." He said, "I have a lot of respect for you getting through that." And I was like, "Wow, Doc Reno just gave me a compliment. That's really cool." Um, so we had a nice couple of minutes chat. He told me, you know. Uh, you'll be hearing from the marketing department in a little bit. And, uh, about a week ago, I get the call saying your tickets are ready. So I head on over to the iHeartMedia complex, mm -hmm. which is, um, out nearish Davie, um, which is a suburb of Fort Lauderdale and picked it up. The people were really nice there. Um, 
and I had a uh, Francisco and I went. We I I had a fantastic time. Oh yeah, no, it was great. Um, they're renovating that whole Hard Rock Casino. Well, we can talk about that another, another time, time when they finish it. But the show itself was great. His opening act was pretty funny, and right. Aziz himself was actually really really funny. I'm glad I got to see him as another one of the comedians that I've been able to see. Yeah, in my life, he he picked up on a lot of. I I think he's watched him before because there was a lot of things that he picked up on a previous reference or whatever. And I didn't know. So, but in any event, you know, I had a lot of fun and I just want to thank again, uh, one Oh five nine for, well, I want to thank myself for, um, <laughs> timing it correctly to get to the 10th call. Uh, but more importantly, I don't want to thank big one Oh five nine for, uh, doing the contest, uh, for doc Reno being so nice. Um, and for the people at iHeart at the iHeart Media Complex for being nice and chatting with me, they were really pleasure to be around. Um, so that's my non-sponsor of the week. I know that took a while, but I had a lot to say about it. Um, I think it makes up for the two-second quips I say whenever I'm trying to make something up at the last minute. Anyway, my promo code is Big One O Five Nine. Okay, so. That's that's it. So, okay, big 1059. Thank you very much for the tickets. It was a great show and it was kind of at the halfway point. Alrighty. Uh, let's go ahead and do it. Cue that slide, Francisco. All right. We are at Yay. our non-sponsors of the week. Our favorite segment every week. Charles, you want to get us started? Non-sponsor. Um, yeah, let's always do it. So, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, Everybody in the great United States has their identity and their culture, but ethnicity, race, what have you. But come a certain day in May, a certain Cinco de Mayo, uh, uh, we all become a little, is it PR to say Mexican? Even if that's appropriate? Just as I'll allow it. Irish, I'll allow just it. Just how I'm Irish on March 17th for St. Patty's Day, we have ourselves a you know, a nice little day of celebration of the dead and having fun, or it's not a day of the dead, whatever, I don't know what it is. All I know is Cinco de Mayo is It's like something excuse, about excuse France or something like that. I have no idea. Exactly. It's, it's like Bastille Day. Yeah. No, no, it's something about like Mexico freeing themselves from like a, fr- a French invasion. I don't know. Something. Well, something weird. Well, it's not their Independence Day or anything, but whatever. Okay. But, but typically, every person I ever met, every person I ever gone out with on Cinco de Mayo Day means one thing. Tequila shots and tacos, baby. So, you know, my non-sponsored sponsor of the week is basically the only kind of tequila I'll drink, Patron. So, you know, <laughs> as I tell everybody, if you're under the age of 21, do not drink. Do not touch a single bit of it. I don't want to have to see you in court. Sorry. If you're over the age of 21, drink responsibly. Yes, Patron is expensive. We understand that. That's why you don't buy the damn whole bottle. You just get the little mini bottles at your ABC Liquors for like $15. And you get it as a gift for your friends and family, and you have a good time, and you celebrate being something other than yourself. It's the only Patron that I take, that, or the only tequila that I have that doesn't really burn my insides because it's clear. Never touch the gold stuff, let me tell you. And you get a little loose. You get a little brave. It is the purest definition of liquid courage, or it can help you get the sleep and you get really really hungry so my non-sponsor sponsors is uh you know patron tequila and my promo code would be uh ha huh, how do i want to do this one uh basically there you go okay 
Alrighty. Francisco, on to you. You said you had a very good one. Yeah, week. yeah, I do. Okay, so um, yesterday I had the wonderful pleasure of going to the airport, and everybody loves the airport, right? Woo! Especially, uh, let me guess, it was Miami International. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Anyways. That is a beautifully yeah. organized airport. I highly recommend that you go. <laughs> in all serious note, just just fly in through Fort Lauderdale International and drive down. It makes your life so much easier. It's not even funny. Okay, so I had the wonderful pleasure of going to the airport around, uh, let's see, I woke up at 5 a.m. in the morning and I had a flight that was at 6.30 or so. No, no, I woke up at 4 or something a.m. in the morning because I woke up early. Anyways, I drive to the airport. I park my car. I had plans of going to Atlanta for, for work and to come back the very same night. So I get to the airport. The line is long. I don't know why people are trying to go. Who wakes up on a Monday morning to travel? I don't know. I did, but that's because I had to work. These people are, like, doing it on vacation and stuff. Who does that? People are stupid. Anyways, um, uh, going through TSA, whatever, the line is long, but it's moving. They're moving it along. Um, I'm passing through the, the scanner thing. Beep. Sir, you've been randomly selected for uh, what this BS, this bullshit, this, this stupid security theater that they do because I watched, um, Adam ruins everything. Adam Conover, you should follow him on, on, on Twitter. He actually blow up, blew up the entire thing TSA does because all their all their stuff is just bullshit. Everything they do is bullshit. TSA sucks. They're, they're not my non-sponsor. They're my anti-non-sponsor. TSA sucks. Um, they're just trying to force you to get to TSA pre-check and all that stuff. That's what, that's why they, they suck so much. They're trying to get you to do that, sign up for it. Who cares? Anyways, I missed my flight. I'm waiting there for about 20 minutes for a guy to come out of his office to open the little extra scanny thingy that they have that make you lift your arms and all that crap. And I pass through in 10 seconds. And I'm like, you got to be. Okay. And I, I missed my flight to Atlanta. The next flight is full, so I can't get on that. I missed my court date. I call the court, whatever. It's fine. They, they, they reschedule me. But it still sucks. And I don't care. The feds can, can go screw themselves. TSA sucks. Um, anyways, uh, so my whole day is just terrible. I tweet about it on Twitter because I have to. I have to tweet TSA's actual handle and say that they suck. Um, and I did. Um, uh, Delta Airlines couldn't do anything for me, so, so they can screw themselves as well. I got to say, that's a very bold strategy to call out the TSA on Twitter. Oh, no, I, I will. They can. I didn't do anything wrong. They suck. They know they and suck. As I was telling Charles, okay. we have about probably about fifteen seconds now before the feds break in and arrest you. Anyways, um, Delta Airlines getting couldn't do anything. They said, you know, whatever, non-refundable. Who cares? Okay, whatever. Um, but American Airlines, good old American Airlines. You know, they've got their their name plastered on my favorite basketball team's arena. <laughs> You know? For those that don't know, the the Miami Heat's arena is called the American. It, yeah, is the American it's much Airli better than the American Airlines Center. I'll tell you that much, right? That's the one in Dallas for the Dallas Stars slash Dallas Mavericks. Mm -hmm. uh, the American Airlines Arena, also known locally as the AAA, right, is where the Miami Heat play, and right, that's about it. Right. So, um, American Airlines sends me a DM. Yo, we'd like to help you out. You know, you can get your money back and all that stuff. And, you know, we were sorry that you had to go through all that stuff. And I'm like, wow, American Airlines. They didn't have to do it. 
I mean, the tickets are non-refundable. I mean, it's clearly, you know, in the plain language of the ticket and all that stuff. I knew they didn't have to do it, but they did it anyways. So kudos to their social media team, to, to American Airlines. I, I tweeted that out as well. A shout out to them uh, for helping me with um, TSA's bullshit. And I, I actually posted that as well. And uh, they gave me my money back. And I'm just shouting out to American Airlines. I know people complain about airlines all the time. And as far as all the traveling I've done since I started working and all that stuff, American Airlines has been the best airline so far that I've been I've been on. Their, their planes are typically on time. Their planes are typically clean. Typically have power at the very least. So I can plug in my stuff and my Switch and, and play Super Smash Brothers on the plane. So, yeah. Uh, promo code. Uh, TSA sucks. <laughs> Alrighty. So, so far we have a shout out to Patron and to American Airlines. I will conclude. This is going to be a very interesting one because this is not an organization. This is not a business. It is a road. Okay. Specifically, and it is the much maligned Chrome Avenue. Okay. Oh no, I've been I've been to Chrome many a time, dude. I had to drive up to Weston, uh, Country Road. <laughs> uh, so I had to drive up last week to Weston to umpire a baseball game. For those that don't know the area, Weston is about forty in good traffic, about thirty to thirty-five minutes north of Miami proper, um, and that's in good traffic. Unfortunately. When I have to leave my house to go to these games, which started around 7 o'clock, it's the heart, it's the heat, it's in the dead center of bumper-to-bumper rush hour traffic. So my GPS says, hey, you're going to take this road out in the middle of nowhere. I didn't know this was Chrome Avenue at the time. I had to look it up uh, just before the show. It, and bear in mind, I did it in daylight, so... I've heard that most of the incidents happen at night since it's not a very well-lit road. But Chrome Avenue is basically right at the eastern edge of the Everglades. You are more or less driving in the Everglades. Right. You reach the end, or like if you go on um, Calle Ocho, you go all the way down, you'll reach the Kasuki country. Yep. yep. And then if you continue on Calle Ocho, a.k.a. 8th Street, a.k.a. Tammy Trail, Trail, you'll get to Naples. You, if you just drive west on that for two hours, you'll hit the other side of the state and you'll hit around the Fort Myers area. Uh, but again, not well lit. Highly recommend not driving that at night or in the early morning because you're not going to see anything and you are in the dead center of the Everglades. Anyway, so I drove up Chrome Avenue. It was gorgeous. It, it was flat as far as you could see. But you got to see, like, the this is true Florida. This is Florida untouched by man. Uh, it was it was quite beautiful. I, I had a fun time driving it. There were no stoplights or anything. It's just basically a straight shot up north. And you can go pretty fast. Uh, so, yeah, my, my non-sponsor of the week is Chrome Avenue. Uh, keyword... Uh, Everglades. Why not? That's a good. That's a good uh, promo code right there. So anyway, uh, so f- so today we had the alcoholic beverage Patron, uh, the airline American Airlines, and a road. 
So, uh, and it's actually still on screen. <laughs> it's still on screen, but okay, we're at the, the, the halfway point of our show where we love to talk about uh, people, products, places, things, concepts, what have you, that we enjoy from the past week. And uh, guys, I don't know who wants to start today. I guess I'll start. All right, Andrew, what you got? My non-sponsor of the week is Contigo. Okay. I see it right here, actually. Exactly. Um, Contigo is a manufacturer of travel mugs, water bottles, and pretty much anything um, that's related to beverage containment. Um, I got my first Contigo bottles. They're um, kind of like vacuum-sealed, sort of. They keep water cold for up to 24 hours. Um I forget, but I really like them because unlike uh, like your typical water bottles, I'm not talking Camelbacks or whatever, where you just open the flap and then there's no control of water. Uh, you have it's either open or not. Um, this one has a little push tab on the back as well as a double seal lid. So the push button on the t- on the back basically opens a slit in the or opens the lip of the bottle a little bit, and as I'm demonstrating to Francisco right now, so it, it's very convenient. Um, it keeps, like I said, it keeps the water very cold, which is nice, and it's very easy to carry. It has a nice little uh, carrying handle there. I really enjoy it. Uh, I got my first ones a couple of years ago. Unfortunately, they got misplaced and or lost for various reasons. But I recently got another pair and I bring it I bring it everywhere with me because it's a nice way to kind of keep water with me. So I'm never thirsty and keeps the water nice and uh, nice and cold, which is very nice. Unlike most water bottles I've had before where. All the heat, uh, all of the heat energy goes to the outside of the bottle, and the water gets warm. Here, the outside keeps relatively warm, and all the heat energy is kept inside, so the water is nice and cold. Uh, so yeah, Contigo water bottles. Highly recommend them. My promo code for the week is icy cold water. All right. Okay. So um, I guess I'll go next you guys don't mind absolutely uh my non-sponsor is the internet Uh, and i'm talking about the internet in 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 the in in the context of the sonic the hedgehog movie (laughs) (laughs) all right folks let's take you down the rabbit hole of sonic the hedgehog I have been a Sonic fan since his inception, 1991, since I got a Sega Genesis for Christmas of 1991. Is he really that young? Only 91? Yes. I thought he was made in the 80s for some reason. No, he was not. So, 1991, Sonic the Hedgehog. I've been a massive fan since then. I love the blue blur. He is a part of me. And... He has this Hollywood film finally being made after so many years. You would think it would have happened in the 90s, but it didn't. And But it's happening now. And if any of you have seen it, it's on screen right here. The, the horror that is Sonic the Hedgehog, his character model for the movie, just everything about it is awful. 
yeah, from the cinematography to the acting to the music, everything about it is awful. The uh, it was uh, the producers of the Fast and the Furious. Surprisingly, they wanted to go with realism with the look of Sonic. Uh, I'm surprised because if anybody's seen a Fast and Furious film, there is no realism to be found whatsoever, especially if you look at the CinemaSins breakdown of each and every movie, which I have. Their laws of physics and realism go out the window when it comes to the Fast and Furious. Uh, so I don't know why they went with that when you're talking about a cartoon hedgehog that can run at the speed of sound. Um the best part of the movie is Jim Carrey, even though he didn't gain 200 pounds just to play the role of Dr. Eggman. I'm surprised he should have done that. I mean, or at least they could have put him in a fat suit like he was with the Grinch. But regardless, he's probably the best part of the movie so far because we're going to get we're going to get peak 90s Jim Carrey, which I think we all kind of miss. OK, yeah, I, I agree. OK, but either way. I'm thinking the internet because the reaction to the look of Sonic the Hedgehog was so hated that it has forced the director of the film to make them all go back to the drawing board and fix Sonic's look before the movie releases in November. Okay? Now, I, I, I already texted with Charles about it. He said that they're probably not going to change much, but at least they're going to change something because Sonic looks awful. He looks creepy. Huh? They shouldn't change it. They, you we think he does an after segment? Okay. Well, I think any look is better than what they've got. Sonic looks like a creepy doll. He doesn't look real. Like he doesn't look like he's part like the Detective Pikachu movie. The Pokemon look great. They look like they they're actually part of the the world there. Sonic. I mean, there's some scenes where it looks like they're they, he literally is like. Um, Someone photoshopped him in, which they did, obviously. They, they, I don't know, Adobe premiered him in or whatever. He just looks, does not look like he's part of the world. And even then, he is terrifying to look at. <laughs> he's not cute like classic Sonic. He doesn't look cool in any way like classic or modern Sonic. He just looks creepy. And I thank the internet for, for the reaction. There's some concept art already. Um, there's one actually right here of somebody with a screenshot here of fan art that actually looks a lot better than what they these hollywood these hollywood folks with all the money in the world that they've got all the time all they had to do was come to me any sonic fan and be like does this look right to you guys and we'd have been vehemently said no the fact that they didn't go to anybody the people from pokemon went to nintendo went to the pokemon company and were like yo i mean is this good and nintendo's after the super mario brothers debacle they're very uh very uh, protective of their property and Sega just kind of whores Sonic out to the highest bidder. So uh, transgender is some upcoming thing. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Sonic. Uh, Sega has completely lost everything and uh, I think Sega actually really wanted them to change it too after the reaction because this is really one of their few bread and butter franchises outside of like Yakuza and Hatsune Miku or whatever. And they really need it. So promo code, um, a human teeth. All right. I, I guess I'm up. And I find that this is actually the most relatable from what both Andrew brought up and Francisco brought up. Because I have a conference in Orlando that I got to be there for basically three days. Ooh. I don't like conferences. I'm bored out of my mind. I can't go and disclaimer what it is for the fact that I like my paycheck. 
But the thing is, you go to these hotels, and I don't care how exotic they are and how great, and in fact, it's expensive and whatnot. I like to just kind of go to work, go home, go to the gym, and go to sleep. So I'm going to be out of my element. I'm going to be occupied because I don't really watch television. So I could read a book, but my eyes are from reading meaningless cases and all this other stuff. So my non-sponsor of the week is Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Going around, I'm gonna be continuing my endeavor of, you know, trying to catch every single Pokemon because I am currently playing uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. Very relaxing, very simple. Had some of the intricate nature of Pokemon Yellow, and then some of the Let's Go, not as challenging. But when you come home from a day of work and you need to distress and you can't do other things with stress because you're a good person, um, <laughs> such as which we go into detail, you go and try to catch as many, you try to use your balls, basically, and catch uh, as many Pokemon oh. as you can. Um, so Nintendo Switch, for those who are on the, basically works well as a portable home station. It's one of those things where I can bring to the hotel, and if they didn't block out the HDMI cable, which I had one hotel do that in the past, and the, the bastards for it, yeah. uh, I can stock it and play on the big screen, but if I can't, I could can just take it on the portable with my charger pack, and just play it from there. I don't play that. I play the Crash Bandicoot uh, Insane Trilogy, which I'm looking forward to. I remember getting down some Smash with some internet, but not getting some Sonic stuff. Granted, I do have a Sonic game. Maybe I'll, I'll play a Sonic for uh, for Francisco's sake. And uh, you know I might have him mm. do on my Smash Brothers ball? at Sonic beat up some Pikachu, because we're going to do a pseudo second non-sponsor. This week is Detective Pikachu coming out okay. May 10th. I yeah. think the reviews are good. Um, I'm going to get a little chuckle out of it. I, I am a grown man. I am nearing 30 soon. And I will pay full price to see that movie just because it's more genuine compared to other movies that come out that they're trying to play on my nostalgia. This one's playing my nostalgia in the right way. Unlike two movies coming out of the summer, such as Aladdin and uh, The Lion King, which offer nothing of substance for me. I wouldn't mm. go if I was free and I had that off. Whereas something about Ryan Reynolds trying to solve crime sells me out. And maybe one day we'll be able to stream those movies on our Nintendo Switch if they ever decide to get some video streaming platform mm -hmm. services on them, such as Netflix and Hulu. So basically my sponsor of the week or non-sponsor of the week is Nintendo Switch, which you can play some Sonic games and go on the travel. And maybe one day we'll watch Detective Pikachu on there. Promo code uh, Miyamoto. Okay. All right. I can respect the Miyamoto promo code. All right, guys. So that is our uh, our non-sponsors for the week. Guys, do you have any non-sponsors? Since we're, we're already here. Uh, I do. Okay. Uh, uh, I actually have one. Oh, or not. Oh, okay. Do you want to go first? Sure. All righty. John Boys. John Boys, man. He is the king of random. But he has a job that I would take in a heartbeat if someone offered it to me. I love research. Got I, his Twitter account up on the screen right now. I love doing research. I don't know why. Believe it or not, I look up and research just the most random things to unwind. I, I'll research... Uh, I can't even off the top of my head think of anything, but ask me to research something and I will get it for you. I, I develop, I've always had the gene, uh, but I really honed it in journalism school and in law school where it's essentially a necessity. Um, so the fact that his job 
is researching just the most random things. His current series is the um, the, the endangerment, endangerment of Bob. The Bob. It's up here on the screen. The Bob Emergency: A Study of Athletes Named Bob. I haven't seen the second. It was a, It's a two-part series. I didn't get a chance to see part two yet, which was released today. But part one, uh, the, the premise of it is he, I don't know how he was able to, and more importantly, how he even came up with the concept. Uh, part two is good. I'm, I'm going to check it out this evening when I get home. Uh, so the, for those who don't know, the concept is he went back to like the 1890s, maybe even further back. And he's kept a track of every single Bob, not Robert. Every athlete. Every, every athlete. athlete. Regardless of sport. Regardless of sport. Even wrestling, Charles. Regardless of sport, regardless of level of sport. I mean, it has to be professional. Um, no, no, that's not true because he did college football as well. College sports. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the main sports, basically. Like, he's not going to go down to, like, the AHL, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I think he's mentioned minor league names, but right. but he's but he's he's covered every right. everything. So he created a graph of how many bobs there have been, and at least in part one, he said the pinnacle, the most bobs around, it was almost like six hundred bobs um, in the mid to late nineteen sixties. And it's been a steady, steady decline to the point where we're only at nine bobs right now or something. We're in the single digits. Um, so it is the Bob emergency that we're Bob emergency that we're losing so many bobs. Um, and there have been a lot of good bobs like, um, you know, me from baseball background, Bob Gibson, Bob Feller, Bob Lemon, um, you know, Bob Brenly. Yeah. And, uh. <laughs> but not Bob, Bob Kraft. Well, he doesn't go by by Bob. He actually goes by Robert. Right. And, and he does mention that in his second part. You have to see it. Uh, well, at least in the first part, he said he's only accepting people who go by Bob. Right. Uh, so Roberts need not apply. Even if even if their name is Robert, even that if that is their official name, um, if they go by Bob, they apply. Um <laughs> yeah he's the furthest thing from an athlete that is true unless he was doing some athletic things in that tape that we can't see now <laughs> i don't know do you know, have any insight on that charles no oh am i allowed to go, go ahead <laughs> Fine. it's just playing the game of who ah oh, ah oh, you're killing me here you're killing me just call it who finishes last there you go <laughs> okay we'll leave it at that you can leave that to your imagination <laughs> So, yeah, my non-sponsor's got to be John Boys. Um, boy, I, 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 who cares? I graduated law school. Who cares anymore? I first found out about him when he did his 17776 series, which was the state of football in the year 17,776. Um watch or it's a, it's a mix of read and watch uh mostly read it is totally worth your time i swear you will love it um that's how i first found out about him and to the point why i bring up law school is that in the middle of one of my 1l classes um we were allowed to use laptops and 
I I'm couldn't... assuming it was torts. <laughs> no, it was it was spring oh. semester. Oh, okay, never mind. Um, I couldn't care less, or I think it was one L. Could have been something else, but, no. but I couldn't care less about the class because seventeen seven seventy six was there. It had just been released. I think like the last episode. And I said, screw this class. I am wa- I am reading the finale of this. So in the middle of what I presume was an important law school class, I'm going through and reading this series. And I got the feels, man. The end of that series was gave me the feels. I'm hoping that he does like a 177776 just to see how it plays out. But... Seriously, go check him out. His uh, Twitter handle is right there. Yeah, John underscore boys. Um, and there's like a running joke on every time SB Nation posts a video. Where's John Boys? Exactly, because he's, um, I don't know if, well, John Tron's posting more stuff now, but he's kind of like the John Tron of sports where he, he doesn't post regularly at all. But when he does, it's a big one. He, he is the equivalent of an investigative reporter, investigative journalist. They, their job, they don't output much. They, you know, most reporters are expected to do X amount of stories a week. Um, So they're judged on a day-to-day basis. Investigative reporters are on a month-to-month scale. Um, He is the investigative reporter, investigative journalist of sports media. Because uh, this... He was off the air, quote unquote, for several months before he came back and did the search for the world's saddest punt, right? which was released a couple of months ago. And he did a whole mathematics system uh, to determine what is statistically, by his method, the worst punt in the in the 21st century in the NFL. So, yeah, he is um, he really is. uh a superstar, but he's actually the creative director. So any video that you're watching about Espionation that's kind of interesting, like Collapse and all stuff, he probably has his hands yeah. in it. So uh, even though he's not there, he's, he's there. there. Yeah. So <laughs> John Boys. All right. Ch- uh, Charles, do you have somebody? Yeah, I can do this real quickly. Yay. So the, the month of May is just extremely busy for me, mostly because it's holidays and birthdays. Two weeks ago was Mother's Day uh, or somewhere around that line. Look at Weekend Change. It was Mother's Day. One of my close friends' birthday was on uh, the 17th. Then my mother's birthday was on the 19th. So when it gets hectic, I know I'm going to go a little bit broke. But, I, you know, as an attorney, I feel that I have to kind of feel compelled to get you more than just a basic card that I made from a scrap note if you're, if you're a special person. So <laughs> I typically frequent one place, and that's Hallmark. So my non-sponsor of the week is hallmark that gives you the variety of stuff that you need because you live in a podunk town like i do that doesn't have much variety when you're in the gift giving sections they got stuff that i like to give gifts for the ornaments for christmas my sister love peanuts so i always get her like a little like live bubble of that you get some cool uh ornaments too if you like weird stuff like i do to put on a christmas tree and of course the cards for every occasion as grim humored as i have uh, you know, to, you know, for a raunchy happy birthday thing, but family oriented, you know, happy birthday card graduations, uh, get well soon. Sorry for your losses, which make me feel weird, but Hey, you know, 
people think a card's appropriate for that. Who am I to tell them not to get one? In fact, I'll tell them to go to Hallmark to get the best damn sorry for your lost sympathy card out there. Um, you know, it, it's just the place to go. Plus, I got to use a coupon, sign up for the Hallmark Crown membership thing. You save some money, and those cards are typically about five, six, seven, eight dollars. Save two, three bucks. Hey, it's better than just getting ninety-nine cents one. And what you can write in there is great and monumental, but the least the people that see will recognize as a Hallmark card, and maybe you care about them a little bit more than just going to the Dollar Tree and get the cute little puppy or cat thing. Step it up a game a little bit. Oh, no. I, I, I'm looking here on the screen. They got a little wiener dog one, and it pops out. It's 3D. That's pretty cool. I like that. They have a sushi one. This one's fun. Oh, they're all pop-ups. I like that. Look, if you're going to give them just a basic gift card like I do 9 out of 10 times, at least give them something that they're like, all right, it's something different besides a gift card insert holder. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Hallmark uh, will go with uh, promo code birthdays. Yay. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is fun. I haven't seen. Wow. These are these pop-up ones are really fun. I got to get these for my nephew when it's his birthday. There you go. Yeah, he'll like that. Okay, and there's a dog with his with his uh, his head out the the window of a car with sunglasses. That one's fun. <laughs> uh, well, okay, sorry. Let me uh, uh, let me do mine. Uh, yesterday, guys, I was in the uh, I was in the city of Houston, Texas, home of the Astros, the Rockets, and the Texans. And uh, I got out of court. Was done for the day. Had uh, about maybe three or four hours to kill in Houston, Texas. Didn't know what to do. So I went on good old Yelp. And I'm like, you know what? Let's let's learn about the history of Houston, Texas. And I'm like, nah, that's too boring. Let's learn about the history of the world. So I'm like, ah, I want to learn about the history of the world. Um, so I decided to go to the Houston Museum of Natural Science. And the reason I went there is their massive collection of dinosaurs i'm my friends I, I love dinosaurs i've loved them since i was a kid i still love dinosaurs um honestly like i well, i won't mention anything about my case but let me let's just say the dinosaurs put me in a very very good mood afterwards <laughs> um there's nothing in this world that cannot be solved by dinosaurs really uh really nothing uh, everything could be solved if, if we just had more dinosaurs, and and except that's for meteors. Uh, <laughs> except for meteors, that is the one thing that dinosaurs cannot prevent. But uh, hopefully, somebody will make Jurassic Park, and life will find a way. Uh, because I, I'm hoping that uh, dinosaurs do come back to life, and and so I can have one, and I can train one, and I can just have it, and just have a dinosaur. Because I, I like birds. And the reason I like birds is because birds are the closest things that we have to dinosaurs at this point. So the Houston Museum was actually really nice. Uh, they had like this collection of gems, like really expensive looking gems, like like pay off my student loans gems that I, I wish I could have been able to take, but I cannot because that's illegal. Uh, they had a nice collection. They had a nice this nice section. I don't know if anybody's been to those museums where they have like the the animals, like the, the exhibits that you see, like animals and stuff. They have this exhibit of like um, Texas wildlife, and it's just all these animals that you find in Texas, stuffed, obviously, or not stuffed. I don't think they're real, but you know, models of, of these animals. So that was a nice area to see. Um, they had a giant marlin. Like they had something about like the Houston Museum actually has like this program where they research the uh, migration patterns 
or, or I guess the movement patterns of, of billfish. Billfish, include, which includes uh, marlins, sailfish, uh, and swordfish. Basically, fishes that can stab you. Um, and uh, Because apparently marlins are one of the first fastest fish in the ocean um, out there, uh, I think along with like the mako shark. Uh, and uh, they they cover a lot of ground. They're huge. There's there's they're huge fish, and um, I, and so I, I think they said something that the marlins can actually tell them more about the environment of you know especially the other fishes around the the certain areas. So um, they're tracking marlins. I'm glad they're not. Tar- well, I'm, I'm not going to make fun of the marlins. Gosh darn it, man! I know they're they're actually winning right now, three to one. So. Um, uh, so I was, it was nice to see because I was actually wearing my Marlins gear from the, from from uh, from the game. I actually wore the shirt nice. while I was while I was touring that museum. So I was like, I was going there. People were looking at me. I'm like, yes, I am the Marlins fan that you hear about, <laughs> the one, the one that you hear about. Um, and it was a great museum. Very nice. They have this butterfly exhibit. Just a ton of butterflies. If you're into that as well. And honestly, uh, and they actually, they actually have a really good food court, which is pretty interesting as well. So, and it's, it's surrounded by all these other museums and this like huge public park there. So it's a really nice area to visit. It's in, I don't know, Houston's a huge city. It's massive. It's, it is. it's so widespread. Like that's the thing that kind of, kind of put me at unease to be honest. But I'm trying to uh, see if I can get some of my uh, RCFB mod friends who are from Houston to come in and chat with us really quick. I'm not sure if they'll be able to get in in time. Yeah, but um, but the city, uh, I, I, I ate at this place called Fat Bao, which is, Bao's are like these buns, these Asian buns, and they like put stuff in it. And, and they're really good. If you've been to like an Asian fusion restaurant, they probably have it. Uh, those were really good. Uh, but yeah, the Houston um, Houston uh, Museum of Natural Sciences promo code Life Finds a Way. 